0: This is Tina again with Good Nurse, Bad Nurse, and I have a special guest with me this week that is going to remain anonymous because she has an Instagram account that, well, let's just say she likes to just be able to say whatever she wants to say without having to worry that someone might be watching and looking and (laughs) stepping in. And And so the name of this Instagram account is Bedside Bitch, and I thought it was weird because I'd you know, most hospitals don't allow, don't allow dogs, so your hospital must allow female <laughs> dogs. That's pretty cool. So that's a good one, Tina. <laughs> I love watching the the English, well, I don't know what it's called, but the, like, kennel club thing where it's, like, the British dog show, and they always, like, refer to the female dogs as a bitch, and they don't even <laughs> think about it. That's just <laughs> what they do. And I'm such a middle schooler that <laughs> I laugh every time. You're still laughing now. <laughs> I'm still laughing. I will laughing. always <laughs> laugh. I'll be 94. Be like, he, yes. he, he they just said bitch he, he. on TV. <laughs> so um <laughs> I love your Instagram account though, and it's very funny. Thank you. But I re- totally respect, you know, wanting to kind of just be able to just say whatever yeah. you want, just have the freedom to say whatever you want. Not yes. having to worry about, you know, people going,
1: Oh my gosh, I just said what I have had on Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The last thing I want is like my coworkers mm-hmm. finding out and then yeah. <laughs> bringing up my meme page to me mm-hmm. at work.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like <laughs> somehow that,
1: that that's used against you.
0: And especially if you were trying to get another job. So I, I honestly, I worry about that sometimes with my podcast. And I try to, I just try to be true to myself on here. It's uh, relatively clean. I mean, we have, it's true crime. So we have to do trigger warnings. But, and we're going to do a big old trigger warning in right. this one too. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, you know, I, I try to be myself, but I realize I, it's I put myself out there every week and say things. I run my mouth and s- <laughs> or give my opinions about things. And sometimes I get, you know, I've had reviews. You know, people put sometimes can be kind of ugly. You know, just like, Emma, I guess yeah. I can't believe you laughed about that." You know, and, yeah,
1: you're gonna find mm-hmm. that everywhere. Yeah. You're gonna have people complaining mm-hmm. no matter yep. what. <laughs> But, yeah, it's unfortunate you have to worry about mm-hmm. that because, you know, we have a stressful job as it is. And we I feel like we all need to vent. We all need to kind of process things in our mm-hmm. own way. A lot of the times that's dark humor, yeah. or like, you know, edgy memes. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> podcasts. It's, it's you know. not meant to. You're. Literally, just trying to vent
0: to just kind of blow off steam. When I'm at work and I'm frustrated with a patient or a family member because they are being rude to me or they're, you know, just Mm -hmm. being inappropriate or whatever, you know, being selfish, all of the things that patients and family members can be because they are stressed. And we understand as nurses that that's it's part of being a patient and being a family member that they're not having their best day. And we get it. So I try to put on my best face all the time and not show them my frustration. But it it's in right. there. It builds up. And if you don't have an outlet for it, yeah. what it's exactly. not healthy. Yeah. So this is my outlet. Yeah. And sometimes I say inappropriate yes. things. <laughs> I don't, and sometimes, you know, you if you're venting, just trying to kind of release that stuff, you'll say things you don't even really mean. I mean, I say things yeah. I don't mean all the time. I'll say, I hate nursing. I hate right. it. I hate my job.
1: You know, and yeah. I don't hate nursing. I'm yeah. not nursing. But I just, yeah, you know, you're just <laughs> every. We have mm-hmm. our moments. You definitely have your moments. It's a difficult. It's a difficult job. Yes, for sure. because you
0: get beat up so much, you feel so unappreciated, yes. and you can, you know, you can have the moments where you're just doubting yourself, and you doubt your yeah. life choices, and and you're just thinking, oh, why did I do this to myself? And then you literally will, if the second you have those moments, I don't know about you, but I will find myself in my patient's room and them saying something to me that I'm just like, oh oh, I I do. Oh, I love being a nurse. You
1: know, like they kind of, (laughs) I know you have your, you have your like little moments that kind of get you through when like a patient says something like Mm -hmm. sweet and says like, I really appreciate you. Like, even if it's like once a month, like sometimes I feel like the little tiny rewarding moments like that really get you through. Yeah, they do. You just have to continue to remind and yourself. Sometimes of those
0: sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes I found they are they can be the most frustrating patients that you just thought, I can yeah. wait till the end of this three-day stint and oh, I can yeah. be done with this. And like that one patient that you've just worked with so much, they've tried every single nerve in your entire body you've yeah. maintained somehow a relationship with them and you've made progress with them and yeah. you get to the, sort of like the end of your shift and they realize that you're going to be not back the next day. And when they, and they look at you and they say, you're not going to be back tomorrow. Oh my God. And then you just mm-hmm. heart oh, breaks into,
1: and you're just I like know. feeling so guilty. Cause like,
0: well, yeah, mm, no, <laughs> going to be. but then you realize that, okay, I did my job. I did my job because I, I was yeah. able to Pull through and take care of this patient, just like I would take care of any other patient. Even though it was frustrating, right. even though they were maybe a little more difficult, I did my job and I did it apparently well because yes. they had no idea <laughs> I was feeling that. Way. And that's the best because you have a yeah, good is that the best you can do? It's, yeah. Are we? Yeah. Aren't we just human? Yeah. We can't. You can't help feeling that way. People will try you. They will be rude and selfish, oh, yeah. and they'll say things that are just. I I will sometimes come home and tell my husband things patients and family members have said mm-hmm. to me and he would be like there is no way yeah. I could ever be yeah. a nurse. I would never let someone talk to me like yeah. that. So
1: right. anyway, so yeah, and this is our outlet. A normal day for yes. us. Yes, this is mm-hmm. off the clock venting. Yeah, so those of you
0: who are listening who might I don't know, maybe you're there actually are a lot of people listening to this podcast that aren't nurses. It's it really surprised me. Oh, yes, really? I would huh. I after a while, I stopped being surprised about it because I hear from so many people that are like, "I'm not a nurse, I'm not even in the medical field, but I like your podcast." And I'm just like, "I wow. really am surprised that they put up with all the yeah. nursing talk, you know, all the <laughs> shop that I talk. I can't help it; it just comes out." And yeah. so I'm just like, "Wow, that's great." So those of you who are listening, I hope you forgive me. I um, it's just this is an outlet, and 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 so if if right. you go and you look at the at the bedside bitch, you know, Instagram. It's just it's just mm-hmm. funny. It's meant to be funny. It's not meant to be serious. And I guarantee you, right? Our friend who is is co-hosting with me today is an excellent nurse, and it's and her patients mm-hmm. would never know that you know she might be <laughs> thinking some of these things. So just remember, nurses yeah. have to have this dark human or, humor in order to be able to yeah. you know do this difficult job.
1: Yeah yeah for sure,
0: <laughs> so today we've got a really heartbreaking um story, Badner story. It's mm-hmm. actually a physical therapist um that we're going to be talking about. so I do want to uh, I will definitely do a trigger warning for that if uh, it, there there is uh, uh, violence it's uh, there's there are children involved. It's very sad and gruesome and and just honestly, it's a really difficult story yeah. um we also have a very nice, uplifting, good physical therapist story that we'll tell you about, and then of course we have our not necessarily nursing news segment that we've started doing, which I am really excited about. It's it's actually become pretty much of a hit. So it's uh, this is like the third week I think that we've done it, and it's just fun. It's fun for me because I like to laugh, and it's funny. And so for you guys, you know, I just want you to understand that you guys stick around and listen to the end. I know you. I know I know you. You're just like me. You want to hear the true crime stuff. I get it. I understand. But this yes. stu- it's pretty funny. The the not necessarily nursing news stuff, the satire, it is funny. Yeah. It's worth sticking it around is. for. And for it's sure. thought provoking. So like You know, we read the funny article, laugh about it, and then we'll kind of talk, you know, about the subject in a serious way. So, it sort of is meant to sort of incite, you know, conversation and talk about a subject. That's what satire is, right? It just sort of gets the conversation, gets you thinking about about something.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, this awful, awful story. This is? Yep, it's a mm. doozy. So, this is the story of physical therapist Anthony Todd. And his last name is spelled T-O-D-T. And I'm I'm just assuming it's pronounced Todd. Todd. He was 44 years old at the time, I guess, that all this happened. Physical therapist. He had a physical therapy business in Colchester, Connecticut. And it was called family physical therapy. He was a soccer coach. Many people described him as very generous. He was married to Megan Todd. She was 42 at the time that this happened. She was suffering from Lyme disease and also depression, which I would imagine having Lyme disease would probably if you didn't already suffer from depression, it would, you know, probably yeah. be a trigger for that. Definitely make yes. it worse. Such a frustrating okay. disease and a lot of times goes undiagnosed because it's sort of not something mm-hmm. that would always come to someone's mind and it has all these really weird symptoms. Right. It can mimic other things. And so many times people suffer for a long yeah. time before they finally figure out what it is. They had three children. Alec, who was 13, Tyler, who was 11, and Zoe, who was four. So a little interesting backstory about Anthony that is really tragic. When he was a child, his father was married to his mother, but also had a fiancé and a girlfriend. And he hired a Mm -hmm. student from his school. His father hired a student from his school to assassinate his mother And Anthony actually witnessed his mother's attempted murder when he was four years old. She was shot. Yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely horrifying to think about.
1: Can't Mm -hmm. even imagine.
0: She survived. They divorced, of course. And his father was—actually, his father was convicted of attempted murder. But he always maintained that he was innocent. So, they lived in Colchester, right. Connecticut, but they moved, Anthony and Megan moved with their children to Celebration, Florida, several years before this <laughs> happened. So, for you guys that aren't familiar with this, I wasn't before I came across the story. I had no idea this place existed. So, ever yeah, seen the movie, it's a, it's yeah, ever seen the Stepford Wives, the movie,
1: the Stepford Wives?
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or um, the Truman Show too. Ooh, good that's one. Kind of what it reminded me. Yeah, of. Yeah, and the Truman Show. Everyone yeah. knew it was
0: fake except the one guy. Sorry, you know, to give give that away. If that, I don't know if that's a spoiler yeah. or not. It's been so long since I've seen the movie, but that <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> but uh, also, pl- yeah. you mentioned Pleasantville. Pleasantville earlier. That's a re- that's an excellent mm-hmm. movie. I love Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, but they're all sort of movies about. Yeah, they're sort of like about perfect quote perfect places that are just picturesque and everything Mm. is perfect but in a fake way like to the point of like we must have everything exactly the grass like you were telling me before the
1: grass has to be so many inches and can you just imagine somebody going around with a ruler going yeah no there's literal rules Mm. yeah Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And the thing about those movies is none of them end well. (laughs) Like they all start in this perfect, like picturesque town and everything's perfect, white picket Mm -hmm. fences, and then, you know, obviously something bad happens because you can't make life perfect like that. So you were telling me there's some videos on YouTube about this town hmm Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's like a mini documentary I found about this town specifically. And it says that like they, in the fall, they blow in like fake leaves to make it look like fall. In the winter, they blow in fake snow <laughs> to make it look like winter. It's actually like part, kind of part of Disney World. It's like you, I think you could like walk to Disney World if you live in this mm-hmm. neighborhood super like expensive obviously and they have like this 150 page rule book of like things you have to abide by like your drapes have to be a certain color your grass has to be a certain height
0: it's a wonder they don't tell
1: people that they have to be a
0: certain weight like you can't be your bmi has to be you know oh yeah i know right really i know you can't have divorce and you have to be like there's like you can't have any problems yeah it's I, it's amazing. Your children all have to have four and above. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm not saying that that's the way it is. I'm just saying like it's. It's. It almost yeah. seems as though like why don't we just go all out and just say everyone has to be perfect and have no problems. I know. Yeah, but it, I guarantee you, there's be somebody listening to this podcast from that area that's <laughs> going to be so mad. Um, and I don't mean to be judgmental or anything. I don't mean that at all. I mean, it It may be a perfectly wonderful place to live in, and people just kind of accept the fact that it's, you are living on the ground, you know, Disney grounds, and they have certain standards. And if you move in that area, yeah. you have to accept the fact that you're almost living in like a, a, a set of a movie set or something like. Yeah, and,
1: I think they call it like the bubble. I think the locals term for it is like mm-hmm. the bubble. Which is very accurate. I mean, you're like completely like isolated from yeah. everybody and everything. But as we <laughs> know, you can make everything look
0: perfect, but you cannot make people perfect. Right. Right? People are not perfect. We all make mistakes. We all yep. you know, have quirks and, and things. We just, we're all different. We're unique. And, and that's exactly the way it should be.
1: Mm-hmm. Who in the
0: world wants to live in a world where everyone is exactly the same and everyone, you know, yeah. I don't know, just acts as... It does everything exactly? Per, I don't know. That just sounds awful to me. I'm one of these people though yeah. that, yeah, I can't live that way. I, I, I want. I, I guess it's just that creative. But it, I want things to be different. I got to mess it up. You know, yeah. I can't. I cannot have. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So yeah, it's
1: just creepy. Yeah. I don't know.
0: So that's where they live. They moved there because they felt like the weather. You know, the environment. The what am I trying to say? Maybe the humidity. I don't know. Would it would be good for
1: mm-hmm.
0: for Megan's condition having Lyme's
1: disease. Yeah. And I
0: don't really know a whole lot about that. Yeah. There must have been something to do with the weather and it being better for her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure having, you know, three mm-hmm. kids being close to Disney World is probably also a pretty big mm-hmm. pull. <laughs> it sounds very stressful to me. It sounds like uh, unless you yeah. just have an
0: endless amount of money, which most people don't. Trying to maintain that lifestyle would be extremely stressful.
1: Yeah. 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 It sounds Mm -hmm. exhausting. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So in
0: April 2019, there was a federal investigation into Anthony Todd's uh, physical therapy company, Family Physical Therapy. That was the practice that was in Colchester. And there were some allegations of fraud records showed overbilling of insurance and medicare since at least 2017 although he had been responsible for the billing at his practice for over 11 years but if mm-hmm. he started yeah. feeling pressure especially you know moving there i don't know it just seems seems like uh, he's like well if i fudge here and there and then start You know, skimming off the top, and then it just probably got out of control. Yeah, and (laughs) these
1: houses in Celebration are very expensive. So, maybe that added to, Mm -hmm. you know, his, him, like, trying to crunch money and try to make it work. Because, yeah, it was, it's absolutely insane, like, how much those houses rent for. So, in September of
0: 2019, his physical therapy license expired. That's, that's, I mean, I, I, I would not no, want my so ner- reg- my nursing <laughs> license to expire. That would be awful. It's like a I big know. nightmare to think of that happening. Yeah. So it's really shocking that he allowed that to happen. October 2019, a warrant is issued to check the company's software and records for discrepancies reported by six former patients. The, FG, uh, the FBI discovered that Anthony had also taken out dozens of loans from various different lenders. November 21st, 2019, another set of search warrants were executed at Anthony's two offices and investigators spoke to him. At first, he denied the claims of fraud, but then he did end up admitting it. He said that he picked patients at random Mm -hmm. and used the additional money to cover loan payments. Oh yeah. Gosh. It was unclear why he needed the loans with two successful practices, but in- the investigators suspected he was just living yeah. above his means. And I've said this before, too. It doesn't matter how yeah. much money you make, you can live above your means. There's, I mean, people can make millions of dollars a year and they'll try yeah. to buy airplanes yeah. and, and take trips every yeah. week. And it's just, you can spend the money. Yeah. Buy mansions all over the country. Yeah. You know. He must have found mm-hmm. a way. <laughs> so. Continued attempts to set up meetings with Anthony over the next few months failed until he was found in the home in Celebration, Florida in January. So staff during that time also said their paychecks had started to bounce and that the landlord closed the office due to owed back rent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. around this time, several weeks went by, and this is the end of 2019, beginning of of 2020, okay, around Christmas time, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There was no response from the family. The extended family requested a welfare check on December twenty ninth, which ugh, is my birthday. Gosh, I feel like I've said that before oh. <laughs> on here. Like weird stuff happens, you know, around the holidays. People, it's hard. It's a bad it's birthday. A difficult birthday. Yeah. It is. It's de- it's kind of sad. Yeah. It's kind of dark and depressing. And that's how I. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like it's after Christmas, and it's like. Mm. you know, you're an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it feels. My husband tries really, really hard to not have that happen, which I really appreciate that for him for that. Because,
1: yeah.
0: you know, I always told him that that's how it's always felt. So he really goes out of his way every year to try to not have me feel Aww. that way, which is really sweet. Yeah. You guys know my husband, who's the uh, AKA the entire IT department for Gunner Spanner. <laughs> 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 He's been on here before and He's he's a catch. He sounds like a catch. He's precious. (laughs) So, but they did on December 29th, 2019, they did a welfare check and officers cleared it and said that everything was okay, but they didn't really say they spoke to anyone. They just sort of maybe went, looked around, maybe knocked on the door and just like, I don't see any problem and then left.
1: Okay. A couple weeks later. Yeah. Which is not how a welfare check is supposed to work by any means. know. (laughs) I think I read that they just, like, saw that the blinds were closed, nobody came to the door, and then they just left. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. doesn't really seem like a legit welfare check. So a couple weeks later, January 13th,
0: 2020, they did a second welfare. That's a long long time time later. That is such a long time. Yeah. So there was no answer. They found mail dating back to January 6th. Neighbors reported reaching out to Megan via text that same day. Because there was an eviction notice that had been left on their the Todd family's door. Mm. They received a very wow. blunt okay, thanks response from the text that they sent. So yeah. weird. reportedly, yeah. the landlord also had called the police after seeing a post on Facebook about the family. So as police are trying to serve the warrant for arrest from Connecticut, they investigated further. They found the front door unlocked. They entered the property. And they found the bodies of Megan, Alec, Tyler, and Zoe, and also the family dog, in an upstairs bedroom. Mm. Police immediately arrested him and charged him with four counts of first-degree murder and one count of animal cruelty. He was not allowed bail. Allegedly, Anthony admitted to killing his family at the end of December. There at the beginning, he admitted it.
1: Yeah, which means that the family was mm. yeah. That would mean that the family was probably already dead when the police did their first welfare check, or they didn't even enter exactly. the house. So, which oh my is gosh. it's not as though yeah. there would have been anything they could have done to save
0: them. But evidence, right. you know, over the course of a couple of weeks, as we all know, yeah. that's yeah. You know, had time, you know, for him to clean things and for yeah. the decay and all that. Mm. So, yeah, according to the. Office of the medical uh, the Medical Office District Nine autopsy report. All four victims died by, quote, homicidal violence of unspecified means and associated with diphenhydramine toxicity. So somehow they had ingested Benadryl, and then also there was violence inflicted upon them. Megan had two yeah. stab wounds to the abdomen. Each were about eight inches at least eight inches deep. Alexander had a stab wound to the left abdomen that was four and a half inches deep, which injured one of his ribs. According to the report, Tyler had a stab wound to his upper abdomen that was three and a half inches deep that injured his large intestine. And little Zoe had no trauma on her body. Megan and her children also had an overdosing amount of Benadryl in their system. So although Anthony wrote in a letter to his estranged father, the father who was convicted of murdering or attempted, you know, attempting Mm -hmm. to murder his mother. He uh, wrote in a letter to his father that he was 10,000 percent innocent. And basically, he said, long story short, she gave them Benadryl slash Tylenol PM pie, a pie that was laced with Benadryl and Tylenol PM, separated them, woke up at 1130 PM, stabbed and then suffocated each one And he he said that they said, mom's preparing dessert and asked him if he was going to join them. And I said, no, I was trying to lose some weight. So that's why he didn't eat the pie. Mm -hmm. These These are his words. He then claimed he had gone to take a nap in his minivan and went back in the house in the early hours to find the remaining pie that, quote, looked very good as all my wife's desserts were, but smelled horrible, adding... Turns out it was a Benadryl pudding pie. Those were his words. Yeah. He then wrote that he found the children dead upstairs, but it did not look like there had been a struggle. So apparently he did have enough time to wash their faces and make them look more comfortable before confronting his, quote, crazed wife, who then stabbed herself in the abdomen as she was drinking Benadryl, according to his side of the story.
1: This is... It's a... This mm. is just it's uh, it's such a disturbing mm. story yes. and obviously not adding up like this sounds like this sounds like him basically retelling the story of what mm. he did in a way that makes his wife look like she did it. It's really unfortunate and sad um, to think, you know, that he and, would be trying to sell your yeah. name that way.
0: He is this is he's innocent until proven guilty. He's not been he has not stood yeah. trial. Yeah. But all of these details are out there as yeah
1: evidence and facts that you can use to determine what you think and it just doesn't add Mm -hmm. up like you know you can't we always say on podcasts like this like you can never really predict how somebody's gonna act when they're like grieving or in Mm -hmm. shock but like i just feel like him finding his kids upstairs and then the immediate priority be like washing their Mm -hmm. faces before even trying to address his wife who is apparently like crazed you know like none of that adds up like Yeah, yeah. It just reading through this, I'm just like, this seems like a very like very unbelievable try.
0: He claimed he performed CPR for as long as possible on Megan, but it did nothing. She she did die. He
1: also said he could not find a phone. He arranged her in bed, which Mm. I'm like that again. I was just like, how how do you not have (laughs) everybody has cell phones Mm -hmm. these days? It's like how do you not? Yeah. Well, yeah. Would.
0: I think any reasonable person would run out the door and go to a neighbor if you, for yeah. some reason,
1: you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. And we know he had neighbors <laughs> in his town of celebration. Right. You know, he could have run out and grabbed somebody. It just, there's so many holes in this story. There's so many holes in his version of the story. Yeah. So he arranged her
0: in bed to be warm and comfortable, according to him, and placed rosaries
1: in everyone's hands.
0: He, then he claims he tried to commit suicide My several gosh. times. So, he claims he doesn't remember a lot of the weeks following the murders up until the the point that the police
1: showed up. So, his sister... So, he had been staying, that means, like, in the house with the bodies of his family members for a period of how long? Like, that's like three weeks? Without making any attempts at any point to, like, call Mm -hmm. the police? Like It's very shocking and... Even if yeah. the events happened the
0: way he says that they did, which, I mean, I yeah. have the right to my opinion and I don't, it doesn't, I'm like you, I don't feel like it ma- right. It adds up, F- yeah. for him to stay in that house, you know, for three weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And to not contact mm-hmm. the police for three weeks. His, mm-hmm. You know, like you're, yeah. His
0: sister, Christy Caplet released a statement obtained by CNN saying that Todd and his wife were Devoted, loving parents who loved their children and their dog, Breezy, every day and were so involved in the community. The families of Tony and Megan ask for privacy during this difficult time in our lives as we mourn the loss of our families. Also, on phone calls from his sister or to his sister from jail, Anthony claimed that Megan had tried to kill the family before, but that he had never called the police or done anything about it. So, yeah, this mm. is suspicious. So yeah. multiple dates have been set for trial. COVID obviously gets blamed for everything and it it's the court system. Yeah. It has definitely <laughs> backed up the court system even worse than it already was. It has yeah. pushed the trial date back even further several times. It's now set for September of this year, 2021. Until the trial concludes, we can't technically call him guilty, of course, but the evidence, of course, is not looking great. I mean, just from what you know, it would be really difficult, right, right, to that—that's just kind of out there for public right. knowledge. And the thing is, we it, in right. our system that we are guilty, we are innocent until provi- proven guilty. So it's it's really mm-hmm. hard not to mm-hmm. crucify someone in the media, you know, and make judgments. Right. Um, we're really right. not supposed to do that, but at the same time,
1: right? So. Yeah, we have all mm-hmm. the facts laid
0: out in front yeah. of us. <laughs> Initially, the state wanted to pursue the death penalty. This was in Florida. They do have the death penalty, but they rescinded that stating that they have concerns over his mental
1: health. So, yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this this does not seem like somebody, regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not he did this or not, this does not seem like somebody who is in a sound, you know, mental state. I agree with that. At all. Yes, I absolutely agree yeah. with that. So, yeah, well, I'll definitely be following mm -hmm. this case. I'll be curious to see the results of that trial. Yeah, I will, too. I'll keep kind of try to
0: keep an eye out for it. So I guess we can talk about our good physical therapist. This is a really heartwarming story. Mm -hmm. And it's such a sweet little picture. This is from Advancing Partners and Communities. It's called actually advancingpartners.org from their website. Um, and it's the name. The title of the article is "Lao Friends Save a Young Girl's Life." Uh, so the background uh, says twelve-year-old. Um, I'm not good at names. I'm terrible at names. My Wa, Wa. Do you think that's how that's pronounced? I don't know. Uh, that would probably be my best guess. <laughs> okay, i was admitted not to the Lao pronunciation either. Yeah, I'm. T- I'm really bad. Um, She was admitted to the Lao Friends Hospital for Children for chronic burns from a gas explosion she had sustained five months earlier. Yeah. On the uh, advice of traditional healer, the family had applied a poultice of burned goat dung and kept uh, Maiwa on strict bed rest and severe dietary restriction, almost starvation, since the accident. By the time she entered the hospital, her wounds were not even healing and she was severely Mm -hmm. malnourished. So in the past several months she had received intensive medical and wound care at this facility at LFHC and underwent a skin graft operation. She receives intensive physical therapy including gradual strengthening range of motion exercises, conditioning and gait training with parallel bars and crutches. She also has daily lessons in recreational activities with a child life therapist and has been learning to read write and speak loud mm-hmm. under close watch of the hospital's nutritionist she's gaining weight steadily and so there is a really adorable picture of her with her yeah. physical therapist and the and that name is singdwan Fami. it's spelled p h o m m y and it says they pra- uh, practice effective crutch usage in front of the Lao Friends Hospital for Children. So adorable! Yeah. She's so, so cute. cute.
1: Yeah, physical. So I just, just feel like physical therapies can be one of the most mm-hmm. rewarding jobs when you work with patients and see them make like huge leaps and strides in progress. Like it just it just must be so rewarding to see her come as far as she has. Yeah. I know. And you know, the
0: things the thing about physical therapists is I did not understand this their actual scope of practice until I became oh, a yeah. bedside nurse working at a level one trauma center where I see a lot of um accident victims. And then mm-hmm. physical therapy, they get involved with like they, they will take these patients to surgery and debride wounds. Yeah. And yeah, yeah oh they my can do a lot. So impressed. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of them are are phds they have their doctorate uh, most of them and uh, they just work at a very very high level i mean they're highly educated highly skilled and they do so many wonderful things they work with these patients they're so passionate um yeah i don't know i just i love physical therapists i love what they do for their patients amazing yeah Mm -hmm. they're
1: super smart i mean Mm -hmm. and i in my brief time when I was working like on a, on a stroke, um, like geriatric stroke recovery unit, like it was just so cool to watch people progress, you know, especially after strokes, just like having like no ability to talk and going from that, like learning how to walk again and getting your strength back. And just, it's, it's one of the most rewarding things to see. And obviously the result of like a ton of hard work from the physical therapist. So yeah.
0: Well, I really appreciate them so much for their their yeah. abilities, their skills, their passion for their job and for what they do. They are an integral yeah. part of the, the care team um, at our hospital and I'm sure at hospitals all across the country and the, all across the world. So I, we really appreciate mm-hmm. them. Thank you all so much for sticking around for our new Nursing News segment. Not Necessarily Nursing News is brought to you by Live Well Health. They understand that health insurance as a nurse is complicated, especially if you're a travel nurse or working PRN. Just go to goodnursebadnurse.com today and click the Live Well Health link to let them show you all your options for health insurance and find a plan catered to your needs and budget. That's goodnursebadnurse.com and click the Live Well Health link. So, that brings us to our Not Necessarily Nursing News segment. <laughs> <laughs> so excited really, for I us. love this. I love this. This is so funny. You guys are really... I think you guys are going to love this. <laughs> the title of this article is Contact Precautions yes. Stethoscope. Okay. Contact Precautions Stethoscope Will Be Replaced with Drawing of Stethoscope. <laughs> so, in an effort... <laughs> this is by Lord Lockwell. This is from Gomer Blog, you guys. <laughs> and they never put the actual, you know, person who... Really wrote, you know, they don't actually put an, uh, the person's name, the author. So it says, in an effort to cut down on cost and auscultation, hospitals are deciding to change. <laughs> <laughs> hospitals are deciding to change to an <laughs> illustrated picture of a stethoscope. This is much better, Harris. Some Sumfeld told repo- reporters, "Mr. Sumfeld, the hospital's infection control officer, recently transferred last week from Staples headquarters. Like most hospitals, hospital administration." It only takes a week to understand the ins and outs of medicine. Oh, my god! I've been here a week and noticed that the current stethoscopes are a major source for infection. A patent tube connecting a non-covered ear and a patient is just crazy. Nurses surprisingly aren't complaining about the change. Nobody can hear anything with those old disposable stethoscopes (laughs) anyways. Now I'll just print out a copy of the stethoscope, point it at the patient, and document 16 respirations. (laughs) (laughs) I love it some have reported even hearing a systolic murmur and lung congestion which is more than has ever been auscultated with a typical contact precaution stethoscope at press time it was later revealed that the nurse was the one with the murmur from her prosthetic valve (laughs) she was hearing her own murmur (laughs) (laughs) this is so funny but I mean I mean it it is funny I love it I love to laugh uh, about stuff like this but Let's be real. What is the point of those stethoscopes? If you might as well have a drawing because yeah. they don't do
1: anything. You're not going to hear anything. Literally, yep, yeah, yeah. nothing with those. Yeah, things. that line about nobody can hear anything with those disposable ones. It anyways always like, yep, that's it's exactly accurate. true. And yet, what cracks yeah. me up is that we will have doctors who are like, "Where are
0: the disposable stethoscopes?" And I'm just like, "Are you serious?" Yep. okay, I'll go get one. Like yeah. you just want
1: to pretend yeah. because I know
0: you don't hear anything with it.
1: Come on. Yeah. No, I literally, I think I, as a kid, I had like a toy stethoscope like that I played with all the time and I'm guarantee you it was like better quality than the disposable ones. I, don't, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think
0: I could lay my ear down on their chest
1: and hear better. <laughs> i am just be like hey, excuse me but I need I'm to sure listen you could just take like a used coffee cup pour you out you could your do coffee, like the tin can with, a, with a string
0: <laughs> you know the tin the tin <laughs> like the telephone I wonder if that would work
1: that's actually not a bad idea yeah, yeah you could slip it and then with the COVID patients you wouldn't even have to go you know on one rail. use for those just you could just slip the string oh under their gosh, door that's a great idea
0: I'd never even have to go in there and just be like yeah just listen yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great. Just throw it at them. Be like, "Hey, put that up on your chest, so I can listen to you." <laughs> um, <laughs> so, one use I will say for those disposable stethoscopes, and this works, is if if someone is hard of hearing, if they put those mm-hmm. put that in their ears, they actually can hear really, actually, pretty good with it. It it's like a it, it helps enhance really. Your, yes. It works as like a a little makeshift hearing aid. That's so Mm -hmm. interesting. Try it. But where are they supposed to put like the diaphragm? Um, Mm, That's a good question. I've had them do it before,
1: and I've actually just like hold it up to whatever. I think you're just trying trying to hold it up because
0: Try it sometime when you have your stethoscope. It enhances everything. You hear everything. That's why when people talk, you can't hear. You're just like you're trying to listen to breath sounds, and then of (laughs) course people, you have the family members, or are they going blah blah blah, and you're just like you right. waiting for them to be quiet, and you still uh, you're holding the yeah. stethoscope forever yeah. in that one spot. Going, hmm,
1: hmm, hmm. Yeah, just, there's something about whenever I put a stethoscope on. That's uh, exactly then is when my patients decide that they want to start right. talking to me. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been a really nice
0: episode. It's been a lot of fun. Yes. I have really enjoyed getting to talk to you, and I get to put a face with with yeah. the name other people don't get to. But you guys, go check her out. Yes. you will like. You will <laughs> definitely enjoy her Instagram page. It's a lot of fun. It's just good. It's all in good fun. It's just nice dark humor, which I love. Yes,
1: satire <laughs> therapeutic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Yes, very therapeutic. Definitely go
0: find her at Bedside Bitch on Instagram. You know you can find me at good nurse Bad Nurse. I'm uh, is our website. Yes. You can email me all your complaints and slap my hand all you want to. I've just, I've literally gotten used to it now. <laughs> I'm sure I said something really dumb during this, oh during this episode. I'm sure I did. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's okay. People tend to oh, I feel like people tend to like only send messages when or not, I wouldn't say that because I get a lot of really nice um, emails too. But I think that people like get really upset about something and then yeah. they're like, bam, 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 you know, like that cat on Instagram that you see. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I'm just like, that's people like yes. emailing me. Yes. Going, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that. Yeah, you know, I get my hands slapped all the time. If I yeah. say something about us going, I'll, I'll shift without going to the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Here comes somebody. Every time I say that, they're just like, oh my gosh. don't be perpetuating. You should not be doing that. You should be yeah. providing people to go to the bathroom. People, go to the bathroom. <laughs> of course, go to the bathroom. But when I'm at work, there are times when I don't have time to go to the bathroom because I literally don't even remember to do it. And I, I, it's terrible. I should go to the bathroom. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I'm a human being, yeah. and I'm not I'm not going to lie and not going to be yeah. fake. So. I'm not telling you not to go to the bathroom. Go to the
1: bathroom, yeah, no. people. <laughs> Advocate for yourself. Just keep on keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Listen to your listen to your own yes, body. Of course. But yeah, that's I've I mean on my on my Instagram I get quite a few uh nasty comments yeah. here and there. And I'm like, it's just memes. Like I'm just really trying yes. to make memes it's, and it's just supposed scene. to be funny
0: just <laughs> laugh about it and go. if you don't find it funny just move on yeah. you don't have to even make a comment yeah. it's okay yeah yeah but people will literally like go yeah. out of their way to go put like a negative review on apple because they're just like you know oh, yeah gosh. and i'm and, and i'm i'm a very sympathetic uh, yeah. like empathetic person and so I feel very deeply yeah. I feel like a lot of nurses are like that and so I do it'll oh, yeah. depress me for days oh, yeah. sometimes when I'm just like mm, oh yeah. they don't like me you know like it's yeah you know, the one person out of thousands yeah <laughs> so what are you gonna do yeah
1: it's the price of fame yeah, whatever <laughs> not gonna be able to please everybody it, yeah but you've got you've got thick skin <laughs> I, yeah you have to You kind of have to
0: well, thank you so yeah. much. And uh, you guys, thank, thank you so much yeah. for listening. Yeah, thank you. And I also want to remind you that even if you're a bad girl or a bad boy, please be a good nurse. <laughs>